Hello brothers and sisters, welcome to our reflection for the fourth Sunday in this season of Lent. And the readings today speak about the light, the light of Christ. So I invite you, come walk in the light of Christ. How can we walk in the light of Christ? I think we have to understand, brothers and sisters, that God calls us to be people of light. St. Paul in the second reading reminds us that we are children of the light. So the question is, how can we walk in the light of Christ? And I'd like to invite you to reflect on the encounter Jesus had with a man who was born blind and how that takes us into our own humanity and how God steps into our lives and every encounter with Jesus always brings something new. Now, there are two kinds of people really out there. And I will add also a third. The first group of people that I see are those who are searching for goodness and look for the light in all things. The second are those who are not searching for goodness who do not see the light in most things and we have a third group who are like the in-between people they are those we refer to in my country nigeria as the sidon they look people the wait and see people they stand on the fence now the first group those who are searching for goodness and look for the light in all things they are positive about life they don't give up easily they are happy and content not because everything aligns well for them in life but because they are grateful for every day and are hopefully trusting God in faith to help them meet the daily challenges of life. The second group, those who are not searching for goodness, who do not see the light in most things, are often negative, pessimistic, skeptical, cynical, judgmental, and critical. They are unhappy and they are never satisfied with anything. They often harshly judge themselves and their circumstances negatively and bring the same negative mindset and attitude in the way they look at other people's circumstances and what is happening around us in the world. And then you have really the third group, the crowd we see in the gospel today, those who engage in the idols of the marketplace. People in this group rarely take any stand on anything. They are often overwhelmed about things and just chatter about how things are with people, with the world, the church, politics, and every topic imaginable. The people in this group are neither really sad nor happy because they are still trying to figure things out. The gospel today is the gospel for the scrutiny in today's Sunday's uh, reading. It presents us three examples of these three groups of people that I have just uh, mentioned. Each person, each one of us, and I'm referring to all of us Christians, 
You must take a stand on who Jesus is. Every Christian must make a personal commitment to the Lord based on how you answer these questions. Who is Jesus? What does he represent to you? What does he offer to you? How do you respond to the signs he gives to you in the daily realities of life? Will you see the signs the Lord is revealing to you so as to find fulfillment or will you reject his offer and wallow in darkness, confusion, despair and sadness? The blind man in the gospel today represent those who are seeking goodness and searching for the light in all things and eventually he found the light in Christ. Yes, he was born blind and was suffering until Jesus found him and restored his sight. Even though this man endured this condition from his birth to adulthood, it is obvious from the narrative that he was a very positive man with an open mind and was seeking goodness in his own painful circumstances. In the dialogue with the detractors of Jesus after he had received this healing, the blind man was positive. He affirmed that the work that Jesus did is a great deed, that this deed is of and from God, and that only someone from God could do such works of miracles because it is unheard of that a person ever opened the eyes of a man born blind. The man who was born blind is actually the one who has sight. At the physical level, he may have been blind, but he sees what the Pharisees, who were not physically blind, could not see because he was responding to the interior light from heaven, illuminating the deeper resources of his life. So it is actually the Pharisees who were blind. Why? Because they had a darkness within them, which they could not admit, particularly in the presence of Jesus, the light of the world, who alone could have healed them of this interior spiritual blindness which darkens the external world. The detractors of Jesus and the gospel represent the second group, those who find it hard to see goodness in the world. They're not searching for the light in the world. At a very ordinary level, if someone from my community who had an ailment like blindness receives a miraculous cure, my first reaction will be to rejoice with this person, celebrate the miracle. But this was not the case with these uh, folks. They turned the blind man's healing into a theological, political, and ideological debate. In the face of human suffering, they saw camps to be occupied, not people or persons to be encountered with love and compassion. Because they hated Jesus and were opposed to his mission, they would not accept the deed of power that had been wrought by the Son of God. And they would not give God praise or allow this good news to spread in the community because they were opposed to the light. How many people in that community were deprived of the opportunity of receiving healing and miracles from the Lord Jesus because these religious and political leaders rejected goodness and light from entering into their community? They indeed were blind and in darkness because they were incapable of seeing the signs of God's presence in the person of Jesus. The third group is the crowd, including the disciples and the parents of the blind man, who were observing the, this spectacle but were not yet able to make an affirmation of faith, either because they were afraid 
or because they were confused or still searching for the truth, the way and the life. In the first reading, we see the prophet Samuel going to anoint the next king. And Jesse didn't even think David would be the one chosen. Again, how we human beings see reality is not how God sees reality. And that's why we need the light of Christ. So where do you find yourself among these three kinds of people? Are you someone who is open to encountering Jesus? Perceptive to what is happening around you. Your judgment must always be made on how you see Jesus. And your response is always based on how you interpret what you see around you. Do you see the finger of God in your life? In your own trials and tribulations? In your own highs and lows? The truth is that Jesus reveals God to us in a unique way and helps us to see things beyond our human and natural perception if we let this light from above to illumine us like the blind man did in the gospel. This is what our faith teaches us. The whole earth is like God's burning bush. Each of us is invited to pay attention to the voice of God speaking to us through the signs of the times from this burning bush. Like the blind man, may we be led to the light. Unlike the blind Pharisees, may we be open to the light. And unlike the crowd, may we make a move towards Jesus and affirm him as the light from God sent to banish the darkness in the world and manifesting to us the face of the God of love, mercy, and compassion. As we said in the Responsorial Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He leads me. He leads me in the midst of darkness. He leads me in the shadows. May the Lord lead us in the shadows and darkness of life and show us the way and open our eyes like he did to the blind man so that we can see the beauty of God's love, the beauty of God's holiness and embrace it with so much gratitude like the man born blind.